The majority of Americans desire free health care minus 66% versus 30% favored a national health care plan. When it comes to higher education, many Americans were in agreement on making it all free, a recent Harris poll asked, do you support a proposal that would make public colleges, universities and trade schools free for all and cancel all student debt? Americans said yes by a 58% to 42% margin. Six out of 10 Americans would join a union, and 64% were in accordance in a 2020 poll that the very rich should contribute an extra share of their total wealth each year to support public programs. You should know by now that I am not a Europhile-not anymore, and I do not worship the European way of doing things, but there are some things that they have got down to a science while poor America struggles due to systemic racism and kowtowing to smug white billionaires. Europeans enjoy higher wages and radically less income and wealth inequality than Americans for two main reasons. First, workers in those countries have unionization rates that sometimes approach 90% and most also maintain high minimum wages. Second, taxes in Europe in general, and Scandinavia in particular, are often above 50% on the morbidly rich and many countries have an added annual wealth tax on the billions those same people have accumulated. So, if the majority of Americans want Scandinavian-slash-European healthcare, schools, unions, wages and taxes on the rich, why don't we have these things? Why, instead, do we have the highest childhood and maternal death rates in the developed world, the lowest taxes on the very rich, $1.5 trillion in student debt that's collapsed an entire generation's hopes and dreams, and Jeff Bezos shooting himself into outer space instead of unionizing his workers or paying his damn taxes? The answer is actually pretty straightforward, conservative billionaires and the Supreme Court they created. Tom Hartman, Why America Can't Have Nice Things Since the early 70s, back when I was an innocent toddler and many of you readers weren't even yet born, right-wing billionaires have been plotting and scheming to get their people-affluent conservative judges, on the Supreme Court where they can make rulings in favor of wealthy and influential Republicans, not the piss-poor type living in trailer parks and tar paper shacks. A man named Lewis Powell wrote about how the filthy rich could seize control of power in this country back when I was just a year old baby, and only a year later, 1972, he was put on the Supreme Court by Richard Nixon. These sneaky, crooked-ass politicians know what they are doing when they place certain types on the Supreme Court, as was the case with Donald Trump placing Amy Coney Barrett there. In 1976, Powell's Supreme Court in Buckley v. Valero ruled that when billionaires pour so much money down the throats of individual politicians that they essentially own them, that's not bribery or corruption as we've thought of it since 1776, instead, it's First Amendment protected free speech. Two years later, in First National Bank v. Bellotti 1978, the court ruled the same was true of corporations, and doubled down on both decisions in 2010 with Citizens United. By the time that great believer in trickle-down economics was ushered into the White House, the GOP was wholly under the control of money, money, money and the right-wing billionaires that gave it to them in the millions of dollars. Conservatives Conservative, though, doesn't just describe people who want to use their riches to own politicians who will, in turn, keep their taxes low by depriving the American people of the nice things we'd mostly all like to have. It also describes racist white supremacists both among the conservative billionaire class and the Republican base. It was conservatives who fought against the abolition of slavery prior to the Civil War, and who fought every attempt at Reconstruction or civil rights legislation from 1865 to today. They did so in the name of conservative principles, which white supremacists have fought to preserve since the founding of our republic. 
And one of the main ways they maintain their political power is by using a system unique to America, started after the failure of Reconstruction in 1872, of selectively registering voters, purging voter lists, and putting up barriers to reduce voting by anybody who's not white. The Hartman Report The following states have enacted restrictive measures that will prevent many people, mainly those of color, from voting at all, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Montana, Utah, and Wyoming, Michigan, Texas, and Wisconsin are well on their way to joining the others. There are lawsuits pending against most, if not all, of the states that have put voter suppression laws into place. Brennan Center for Justice, if the BIPOC community doesn't do all that we can in order to beat back these laws, Republicans just might take over in 2022 and 2024, and where will America be then? If you think it was bad under Trump, just wait until another Republican wins back the White House. You ain't seen nothing yet. If you think white supremacy, police brutality, QAnon conspiracists, the far right, systemic racism, and outright bigotry are problems now, wait until 2022 and 2024 if the Republicans take over. We cannot allow that to happen. We must fight to end the filibuster, dismantle as much of the old white supremacist holdovers as possible, enable laws that aren't restricting POC from voting, give women control over their own bodies, and end student debt forever. We must break down the two-tiered justice system, place higher taxes on the morbidly rich, start a reparations program for black Americans, and demilitarize the police nationwide. There also must be stricter measures put in place for those wanting to buy and own handguns and other weapons that can be used to kill people. We need to put a nationwide healthcare coverage in place that is free or very low cost as per one's income, and we must unionize as many jobs as we can in order to protect our workers. In Europe, many countries' citizens automatically are registered to vote as soon as they turn 18, unions are widespread, and most students receive a government stipend whilst in college. Do you think those wealthy right-wing nutjobs give a happy hell about you, me, or any other poor, working, or middle-class person in the U.S.? Conservative billionaires, who know if we can all vote will soon raise their taxes and give ourselves health care, education and good pay, are funding voter suppression efforts in every state in the union as well as challenging voting rights at the Supreme Court. This is also why they fund right-wing TV and radio networks and news websites to freak out white people about Black Lives Matter and Antifa so the white majority in America will be so terrified of black and brown people they'll keep putting corporate and billionaire shills into office. This is the truth plain and simple, yet most white conservatives refuse to see it that way. As Mr. Hartman put it in the Hartman Report, why America can't have nice things, if we ever want to have the nice things enjoyed by average Scandinavians and Europeans, it's going to take one huge lift to break the filibuster and get legislation like the For the People Act into law.